Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the sessions. What? My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me here once again in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there. His hair's getting longer, but more importantly, he's back! It's Luke Bly, Master Blywalker. How are you? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I came in too early there with the what? <laughs> Let's have another one. Let's have another one. What? Yeah, there we go. There we go. We love it. Oi, oi, Savaloi. How on earth are you, Matty boy? You okay? You good? Mate, I'm doing very well. I'm so pleased to see you back next to me here in the Falcon. We can pull that hyperspace lever together and hit the road, Jack. But no, I, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm glad to have you back in there. Glad to talk Star Wars with you, my friend. Um, I suppose we can probably talk a little bit about what you've been up to recently. But, a uh, little no, bit. I've had a good yeah. weekend, mate. I was at the Nerd Base Star Wars weekend on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And a huge shout out to the sessioners who who came along and the ones that we met. You know, Chris, uh, Obi-Wan came from Dorset, Johnny O, Dave, Sean, um, all on my half of my family. Lee, Phoenix, Naomi, Gav, uh, Neil. I'm sure there's, there's so many more of you who came out and some who came up to approach me and I was blown away by the support and how many yeah. of you were out there and who found us by on a bbc or an article for example so honestly from the bottom of my heart thank you so much you made my day infinitely better by uh showing those kind of levels of support it was great to meet mike quinn who's nine numb boss oh. trevor butterfield kenny lee who's been a myriad of troopers i said to him you're connected collecting troopers like infinity stones mate um but yeah really enjoyed that we've got the episode dropping in a couple of days time with interviews with the uh crew members some of the cosplayers and some of the sickheads who are out and about and listen out everybody who was interviewed other than the guests were asked to do their best wookie impression so we've got some interesting wookie noises and uh yesterday uh, my little daughter had a disco party with all of our friends which went off without a hitch it was made me very proud daddy seeing how much fun she had um, I got to wear a really cool shirt. <laughs> it was green with pineapples and glasses on. Um, but that was a lot of fun. It was the highlight of my year so far, other than the return of Luke Bly. But my oh. man, we uh, we all know where you've been, but are you glad to be back? And how are you? I, I'm glad to be back. I'm one of these people. I'm not one of these people who are like, you know, at the end of the holiday, like miserable. You know, I was sad to be leaving because mm. it was such a good holiday. But I, I love my home. I love where I live. And I, love, I, I just miss a lot of things about it. Um, since being home, Matty Boy, guess what my first, our first meal back was? Because uh, I said, I, I, I said this to you, but I said, I'm going to make you guess on the show. Can you guess what our first meal back was? It's got to be curry. It, it was. It was a, it was a, it was a lamboon or something, was it? It was a uh, chicken tikka bolty. <laughs> Uh, but we got, we got a lamb, a uh, Rogan Josh on the Ooh. side. Yeah, Naan yeah. bread. On the side. Pillow, you know about that. Mate, you I had a vindaloo yesterday. No, you didn't. I had a vindaloo. Uh, I'm not paying for it just yet, but I, it was hot. <laughs> it was you, lovely. 
You absolute filth bag. Where where'd you get that from? Like from Woking Town Centre? No, I got it from the old Hut and Spice in Essex. Shout out to uh, the Hut and Spice. Other curry houses are available, but King Prawn Vindaloo, mate. Of oh. course. Because you were in Essex. Yeah, of course, because you were in the oh, Nerd Base, Nerd Base weekend. Nerd Base is so flaming good, isn't it? They, oh. they are, they really are just the epicenter of geekdom in they Europe, I think. Put on such a great show, the guys there. And uh, uh, the, the best thing is the lines for the till genuinely were huge. So they would have made an absolute killing, which is fabulous. They had, uh, limited edition batches there, of which I managed to pick one up. I got a few things. I got a Padme Amidala figure. I got, um, a Ray figure from the Last Jedi to keep that ticking over, and I said, and I, and I said I, on the episode, I've got another one. I can't remember what it is though; it's over there somewhere. I've got another. <laughs> I got, I got Luca figure as well. I got you, you one. Did. You got me a little Lenny, a little Lenny. <laughs> Power of the oh, Force line. Yeah, absolutely but, incredible. Yeah, great event, wonderful event. Shout nerd base fab. But if you can support them anyway, please do. I can't wait for yeah. next year's. Uh, Star Wars weekend to go back there again and have a great time but um, I am glad to see your face again my friend oh mate it's great to be back I can't wait to talk about what we got up to over in Galaxy's Edge in Florida Um, but talking about like pop culture nerdiness and Essex um, apparently we we, we got some news this weekend that there's another like signing like event happening in Essex right there is another um, Ed, Yoda didn't sound like that, but um, yes, uh, in South End at the Park in Plaza Hotel, big white hotel. You can't miss it if you're there opposite the pier. May the 29th, there is a an event. It's called Screen Signers by the Sea, and there's going to be a lot of um, Star Wars cast members, again, led, led by our boy Ross Sandbridge. Uh, it's good, they're going to be there from 10 till 5 to to sign to have pictures taken there's going to be more cosplayers there as well so if you happen to be in south end or essex or anywhere within the greater london area or uk or earth come along to south end on the 29th um i'm going to do my best to get there for at least a couple of hours and soak up some of the filth and maybe get some uh, seaside donuts as well but uh that should be good fun as well mate yeah, if you're not going to Star Wars Celebration that weekend, this is going to be like the kind of one, the one of the closest things to it on that weekend, apart from MCM Comic Con. But we're not talking about that because MCM scheduled their con at the same time as Star Wars Celebration. Man. So selfish, selfish of them, really. Are you playing that? No, we love you, MCM, and we will be back, as a yes. famous Austrian once said. So, man, couple of months se- on. Nerd Base has just happened. We've just done Galaxy's Edge. Kenobi. Oh, my word. Oh. That's only a few weeks away. <laughs> we have got so much stuff to cover, mate. Boy, I don't know if I can handle it, man. I don't know if I can handle all this. Uh, well, welcome back, mate. For, was it out of the, fr- the frying pan into the fire? Um, but before before we get into any kind of filth like that, I don't know if you can hear it because I don't know if you're still jet lagged or if you've still got the plane engines roaring in your ears, but I'm sure I can hear the chimes of Big Ben Kenobi. I'm looking around. I know, you know, only means one thing, mate. What is that one thing? <laughs> mate it must mean it must mean it's galactic news round (laughs) he's back sideshow has released promotional images for its upcoming limited edition life-sized dinjarin bus the collectible measures 33.5 inches in height with an articulated helmet and is available to pre-order now. Priced at $1,550 US dollars. 
assorted Star Wars memorabilia, including unseen film reels and images, which belong to Jeremy Bullock, have been auctioned for a total of £155,000. And as of the 9th of May 2022, the Ahsoka series is officially on production ahead of its anticipated 2023 release. Hi, this is Max Lloyd-Jones from The Mandalorian and Lieutenant Reed and Boba Fett. You're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. I've been alone on the Essex Falcon for a few weeks. Shout out to the Best Bin Bulletin for coming on and ably taking those co-pilot steering controls. But I'm joined once again, as you know, by Luke Bly. He's been a busy boy over the last few weeks. He's been on a transatlantic, transgalactic adventure. Lukey boy, where have you been? Mate, I went to Galaxy's Edge, Disney World, Florida. It it was, and I want to, I want to start by saying this. It was kind of a last minute thing. This, for me, it is kind of like a bucket list list Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Going to Galaxy's Edge, wanted to do it. And with kind of like the hard winter that we had, like in in the old Bly, household Blighty Towers, we were like, oh, forget it. Let's just do it. Got a really good price, but we booked it only about 30-ish days beforehand. And that's important for the story. And I'll get to that. I'll get to that. But yes, mate, boy, been in Galaxy's Edge, which was sick. There's always a story when it comes to Bly, and um, I've been looking forward to hearing what you thought about the the experience as a whole, because uh, along, so, along with anyone who's followed our socials, we've managed to see some of Luke's escapades. I've seen a few on my WhatsApp, a couple which made me very, very happy indeed, and some even on some live vlogs, which made me incredibly happy. But the first question I've got to ask, and also, just sorry, just to preface, if you haven't been to Galaxy's Edge, like me, who's extremely green with envy and can't wait to hopefully go next year, uh, when, when, this is going to be a non-spoiler discussion so uh, even though I haven't been there I'm not going to ask any leading questions too much about they're going to spoil it and Luke has vowed not to spoil anything so that out of the way my friend the obvious question is you've been there you've seen it you've done it you've experienced it how was it did it live up to everything you wanted it to be Matty boy it did oh yeah it really did it really did I'm going to say this I don't think it's for everyone Okay, I don't think it's on. for everyone. I tell you, oh, oh and I, I'm going to start with this as well. I think, if anything, it's made me appreciate and love the sequel trilogy a bit more. Okay, that's cool. Um, that's a good start. Yeah, because it is set during the prequel uh, sequel trilogy. Yeah. Um, I don't think it necessarily needs to always be that. Um, I think, I think they, they might up. be able to change things up a little bit in the future. Um that might be harder to, to do with one of the rides, but still probably plausible, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, Matty Boy, it is tremendous. It really is tremendous. I mean, my wife, she got loads of footage of me freaking out, and that's genuine. That is genuine footage because it is all a bit surreal. It really is a bit surreal. Um, I don't really know where to start with it, to be honest. Um, well, that yeah, video you posted, of you on... Uh, the rise of the resistance. Sorry, smugglers run. Smugglers run. Sorry. Yes. Smuggler, yeah. Smugglers, smugglers run. Smugglers run. It brought a big old goofy smile to my face because it was that pr- sort of primal joy of you know th- 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 this is where the fun begins, but this is where the joy begins. It was 
it looked like somebody who's followed Star Wars since they were a little lad playing in their garden or playing in the woods of sticks. Yeah. Suddenly, <laughs> they're pulling the lever on the Falcon, entering hyperspace, and it's, you know, it, it, just from the video, I know a lot of our listeners have said the same as well. They've seen it, and they're just like, this is this is it, man. Even even though I wasn't there, you kind of felt like I was there because, you know, the, the, the immersion of it all, that particular ride. So, if it, please, guys, go check that out. But... In terms of well, the first thing, then I wanted to ask you because I'm going to be firing kind of questions or things I wanted to kind of find out about yeah. from Luke is you walk in, are you walking there on the first day, the first ever time you walk in? And you know, people have said, you know, you're, you're struck firstly by the scale and scope of it, but just yes. how immersive it is. You know, everybody is there's stormtroopers and there's walking around, or hopefully like Ray or Kylo. But you know they've got music playing, which doesn't take you out. The smell, the sights, the 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 the, the stuff. Is it as immersive as I've been led to believe it is, or do you kind of still realise? You know, I'm still in a an attraction here. I think the the that that that's a double edged sword. So that's that question, and that's a great question because Thanks, I think the every like. The, everything looks phenomenal, like the the the, the architecture, the vernacular of the That's place, the, the 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 cast members. The cast members are phenomenal. That's that's and, cool. And I mean, they are for Disney anyway. Like Disney is probably one of they're, they're one of the best companies in the world for customer service, from my experience. And and generally, like let's say marketing, they're regarded as mm. one of the best marketers it's all about the the experience isn't it for them exactly and and cast members are like a key a key point in that and they were phenomenal mate i'll give you an example like you go up to them and you're like oh do you know so uh, my missus wanted some ahsoka ears she kept seeing these ahsoka ears and i was like i don't know i think like the mickey ears you know and i was like i think they're going to be like hard to get you know because anything ahsoka is quite you know in, in in high demand kind of has a cult following and um yeah i asked one of the cast members who was like on this stall and she went oh i I, I don't think you can get anything like that here you might have to go off planet yeah of course you know you might need to nip over to another planet simple really simple and that was one of the first conversations i had with a cast member at galaxy's edge that was like wow you know even when i'm asking them like a a a question about disney they're not they're not like giving in that like that's it they are and if you throw like star wars isms at them they they give it back to you and they know that's awesome I think I, I, I'd probably say 90% of the time they know what you're talking about. 90% of the time they know the planets, they know the references, they know what's going down, right? No and if they don't, they kind of just ignore you. And they're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> or, or maybe it was like hot or, you know, because it is, Matt, it's yeah, so dude. hot. It's smug, it's humid as anything, isn't it? Like people in Florida, because we, we talked, you know what we were like, because we weren't just in Disney World. We, we went to Miami. We'd, yeah, we we well, hired a car, drove to like the um, Clearwater. It was lovely, like yes. near Tampa. It was amazing, man. And uh, a lot of the Floridians go, oh, um, I, I'll get, we talk about the weather. And they're like, oh, what's it like back in London? I'm like, well, generally... Uh, it has a reputation for raining, and of course, it probably it, it it rains a bit. Probably rains more in Florida is the irony because of the more downfall. It's yeah, just yeah. we have more overcast days, right. but it, generally it's quite mild. You know, like in where we live in the UK, it snows once or twice a year for a Even day. That, that's it. Yeah, if, yeah. if that, if that. 
Um, so it's very mild, very mild. And they're like, wow. But I'm talking to them and it's like, they don't necessarily understand that their weather isn't like the norm <laughs> for like the world. The, almost most of the world. I'm like, dude, <laughs> your weather's the weird one. Yeah. Your weather's the crazy one. It's like, even in the States, I think uh, we, we, we uh, made like a, a group of friends from Detroit and it was only like a few weeks ago it was snowing there. Nice. You know, yeah. I was like that, uh, but it's been a tough winter f- for a lot, a of, lot like, of North people, America yes, and Europe and yeah. But anyway, anyway, it's really hot, Matt. It's like really, really, really hot. Legs out. Legs out. Has to be done, man. It has to be done. Um, anyway, I've kind of gone on a rant <laughs> about the weather, but we wouldn't be a British <laughs> podcast if we didn't talk about the weather, would we? <laughs> exactly. I expect nothing less from your return. The immersion is phenomenal. The, the, the vehicles, everything, phenomenal. However, the, the one thing is, the one thing is, is that it can get really busy and everyone is in normal clothes. Do you know what I mean? So therefore, you know, you're in a park. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So it depends how you look at it. And I think it's, it depends on how you personally go into the experience. You know, what do you want to get out of the experience? Because I think there were some moments and days where I felt like I was more invested and more, um, in tune with kind of the, the, the canon of the park. Yeah. And at other times it was like you were rushing about, there were queues, everyone, you know, it, it felt Earth theme parky, which yeah. is what it is going to feel like. But this isn't a unique problem to Galaxy's Edge. No, no, this is not. the same thing at Wizarding World, same thing at Toy Story Land, so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, I, I think they do a terrific job, really, with, with the parameters that's been set. Yeah, by reality, almost. So. Yeah, there's only so much you can do, isn't there, on Earth? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You mentioned, obviously, you mentioned can a lot of people who have gone to Galaxy's Edge, not saying you have to, because you know Star Wars books, but have gone back and read something like uh, Black Spire by Delilah S. Dawson, and now that they can picture all of the locations from the book, they they're like, this is this is great because now I can imagine um, Vimerardi, she's sneaking around this particular part. And and these and people who have been there are like, oh, I, I know I can picture it. It's so much better now. So, um, but what's the vibe like? Because it's busy. It's busy. There's Earthlings there. There's younglings. There's Earth people, humanoids who quite you know, uh, quite naturally. It's hot. It's long queues. Maybe getting a bit annoyed. Probably a bit expensive as well. What's the vibe like though? Because to me, it in my head, everyone's just happy. Everyone's just excited and in awe of what what's going on. Is there is the vibe there? When you went, what was it like? I- I think the vibe is there. I think the vibe is definitely nice. there because when when we was there as well, you 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 know when someone is walking in toward the Falcon for the first time. Oh. Like if you're in the right pathway, you can yeah. tell when someone's seeing it for the first time, and it is magical, Matt. Oh. It, it, it is magical. It's it's <sighs> quite surreal. It's quite surreal. Um, I think the best place for atmosphere is obviously queuing up for the rides as in not the long queue but once you kind of get into the ride and they they always do these things to divide you up into groups Mm -hmm. it's so ridiculously immersive it's so ridiculously immersive there is something that i want to say that i don't think is super duper canon but there there, there is a risk that that, um, really not not canon spoiler 
but I don't think it's a spoiler, but there are certain droids or characters and holograms yep. yeah, and displays yep. that you see, Matt, that look so authentically in-universe and Star Wars while you're waiting to get onto these rides that it's like you're, you're sitting there just like, what? what is this? I know that they, what? again, I know one of the holograms, of course, because again, for those who haven't seen it, I won't say, but it was in a promotional video. I'd very I much like so. to see that particular hologram. But, um, right, yeah, but you, you know see things like the, the animatronics <laughs> of... Um, a particular space pirate. Uh, yeah. know, everybody's everybody knows that they made a big deal of it. Did you yeah. did you see that? I mean, how was it? Like, because you did, you went in trying to, to be as spoiler free as possible. Obviously, that's going to make it better. That's right. But like, seeing these things without any knowledge, that must have been bonkers, cool man. Unreal, unreal, and unreal. It, it just it looks tremendous, man. Oh. It just looks tremendous. The animatronics look fantastic. The aliens look great. The characters look great. The the people working on the rides are fantastic. They're fantastic. And they inter- they interact with the char- like the characters and whatnot. I mean at one point we were asked to like run from A to B in this Good. certain bit oh. to make it feel like it was a military operation. Yes. It just added it added so much to the magic, which and is everyone what Disney- joined in. Everyone joined in from what I could see because I was at the front, like, yeah, come on, (laughs) you know, listen, uh, uh, with anything like this, there's going to be party poopers, there is going to be people that are miserable, there is going to be people who are like, oh, yeah, new era Disney, stupid, blah, blah, blah. And listen, they they are entitled to their opinion, of course, because they might want they might think that it's a waste, that it's not an original trilogy themed park. And actually, for some people, I get that. I get that. But why but that not a leads me trilogy park instead then. Exactly. Let, it's let, all about that, the OT. This leads me to something else. Mm-hmm. This leads me to something else. An observation that I found really I mean, we've even mentioned it recently, but it was it was so obvious um who you saw like the most costumed. You know, from, yeah. from the little ones, from the kids. Which, by the way, when you go to Disney Hollywood Studios or even Disney in, in, in general, Matt, I saw so many Star Wars T-shirts. Yeah, boy. Like, it was, especially when you're in Hollywood Studios, like, it, it was almost like every, like, two out of three people were wearing a Star Wars T-shirt. It was Whoa. it was actually unreal. I was just it checking was to see if I was wearing one then, but I'm not. I don't yeah. know why I did that. I was looking <laughs> I down. I like, you just did uh, that. Polo. Same, I'm wearing like, just a normal stripy T-shirt. But, That's um, good to see, though. And you, you see a lot of the kids. Mm. I saw a video today on Instagram of a, a little girl, a little girl just as Kylo Ren, who happened to bump into Kylo Ren. And I was like, yeah, that, the kid was, you know, Kylo, you know, eventually he's like, you know, take my hand. And they have a walk. And I'm like, that kid, that kid's year has been made. That kid's, you know, life up until that moment has been made by that. And it's right. it's amazing to see. And if I, I, for one, am glad that it's sequel trilogy orientated because firstly, you know, Disney have just pumped a lot of money into that. Secondly, well, people, lots of people always say, well, they're not really doing much to advance the story. They've got a whole park there full of um, sequel trilogy um, goodness. Yeah. But I, I, get, hey, look, I get the OT vibes, but I think that would have been too safe. I generally do. If it had been like Moss Espa, but it's too safe. I love the idea of it being a new planet. And yeah, though, if, if they can retrofit it, you know, in 10 years time and say, right, we're going back to the kind of age of rebellion era now. Yeah. Great. Yeah. But uh, you know, let's have, let this time have, you know, in, in, have its moment in the sun. 
I, 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 again, I haven't been there. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I agree because it's it's of this time. Yeah, and this is you someone's know, Star Wars as well. Look at the kids there. Yeah. Listen, right, so that's what I was getting to. The most cosplayed stuff was easily Ray. Safely. Mm-hmm. Safely. It was yeah. Ray. Second was probably and, and maybe if it was so take this with a grain of salt, but maybe if it was easier to do, you'd see more of it. Second was by far Mando. Wow, okay. That's cool. And yeah, is that of we're all talking with all ages. I think Mando was more all ages, Ray mm. was more of the young generation. Of course, yeah. Like so the Kidly Winks were more interested in the sequel stuff. Which is from something what we I mentioned saw. before, isn't it? Is what will the kids be talking about in ten years' time? You know, yeah. the kids who grew up the sequels, are we gonna get that kind of prequel esque renaissance and by the sounds of it, just from what you've said, well, there's certainly a lot of fans of the sequels who in 10 years' time will be having their say. Definitely. Definitely. I'm but there's also, I, I, I'd say The Mandalorian was a mix. Like, you just saw such a big mix. And I think it appeals to the little ones, to the right. kids, to the adults. And there were, there were sequel lovers. Uh, there were adults there, too. It, it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. For atmosphere, I think the best... One of the best things is is the rides itself, but also the cantina. We were fortunate enough, fortunate that. enough to have uh, three reservations at Ogre's Cantina. Oh, However, we only went to two. We cancelled one of them because one of them was we got like last minute because these reservations are very, very difficult to get. And I will get to this. I will get to the reservation. I'll get to the more like practical stuff shortly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, the 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 ogre stuff we went to twice. Fantastic. It, it Ex- always looks so good. Expensive. Expensive. That, I think that almost goes without saying. I think. I mean, just just a drink anywhere in it <laughs> in a in a major city is expensive. But in a theme park, double that. In a specific. Uh, cantina from a film in a theme park. I expect it to be expensive. All yeah. the pictures and videos I've seen, all the drinks looked great. What, are they, what did you have? What do they taste like? What were, Again, what, what did it feel like walking into this cantina? Dude, I think I had the, I had the Dagobah drink. I forgot what that's called. You've put, I should have written, I should have written this down. I, I had the Dagobah the drink time. and the best bin, the best bin fizz, fizz thing. So the Dagobah sling or something like that the best bin fizz the dagobah slug slinger that's it i had the best bin fizz and i had one that bubbles the um is that the best bin best bin something best bin fizz uh that, yeah. that, that looks like it's smoking yes steaming yeah whatever the word yes. is yes yeah. that is steam yes. that's it, yeah I had that. And you you know you got Rex in there like playing music. And the second time we went there, we had a slot at the bar. Because oh. sometimes you're like on the tables in the middle, sometimes you get a booth, sometimes you go, go, go you you have a spot at the bar. You don't get to choose where to sit. You don't get to choose where to sit. So you're directed. You're directed. And it's random, depending on capacity. That's that's fine, as long as you get, the fact that you get somewhere to sit is is handy. G- generally it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. You know, some people might prefer to have a seat because you've been on on, on your feet yeah, yeah, yeah. all day at the park. I get that. We didn't sit for either of our experiences, and it didn't it didn't deter from 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 the from the love of the experience anyway. But um, dude, the drinks were really good. Yeah. The the uh the one with this the cloud on top. I think Best that was fizz. I think the Dagobah one. 
Was it? No. The Bespin Fizz. Yeah, I think you're right. The Bespin Fizz. That, like, hurts your mouth. It's weird. <laughs> like, the foam, like, the scene, stings. Yeah. yeah. That's really weird. I'm not sure if I'm about that. But all the other drinks were fantastic. I could have easily spent a lot of money there well, and got a little bit litty McLitty. Yeah, there. there's no surprise there. Everyone who knows Luke Ballard, you know, he loves a cocktail. <laughs> I'm telling you, mate. I'm telling you. Mate. But it's it's one of those things where, like, in the Disney park, especially in the Florida heat, man, like, it hits you just a little bit different, especially when you're a bit tired and that. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. The, the, the Rex playing the music was sick. And there was one bartender the second time we went in particular who was who just made the experience so fun and That's interactive. Great. And I was like throwing Star Wars-isms at her and she was playing right back. It was amazing. Yeah. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, and I suppose that leads me to the right. Oh, well, I was going to say, well, I was going to say, did you have anything to eat as well? You mentioned drink. Did you stop off any of the food joints? Again, whether whether that's fast food or sit down, right? Yeah, yes. So I went to uh, Docking Bay. Is it seven Docking Bay Seven? Uh, and I got a Ronto wrap because oh, that's yeah. what everyone's talking Famous about. Famous Ronto wraps, yeah, and a blue milk, and that was really good. The blue and green milk stand is separate. Okay. That's separate. I think you might be able to get it at different parts of the park, but that's separate. That's in like a different courtyard. Okay. But, but rap- yeah, I went there. The Ronto rap was pretty good. It was pretty good. Fine. Um, yeah, get one while you're there. Maybe mm-hmm. is what yeah. I'd say. Um, but that's the only food experience that we did. Um, I'm trying to think, did we do anything? Yeah, that is the only one. Mostly because we'd eaten beforehand yeah. and we'd eaten at other places or we had reservations like elsewhere in the park. Like we did Be Our Guest, which is the Disney yes. Beauty and the Beast restaurant, which was nice. which was tremendous. No. Um, but, and, but that was more for the missus, but I can't lie. It was still mate, absolutely brilliant. Beast, one of the best films of all time, mate. Like, it, it's... Genuinely it's lovely. It's the animated one. It's yeah, animated. Yeah. And this one is definitely like the animated one, Good. right? The, the, and it's in the Magic Kingdom. But yeah, so we had other reservations and whatnot. The food was good. The food was good. What I really loved, what I really, really loved was the blue milk. The blue milk slapped. Oh, did it, what did it taste did like? It, did it taste like what I thought it tasted like? No, it didn't. It's not really milky. Like a, 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 fruit, a smoothie type texture. Yeah, it is. And um, this is the only thing. I think it's made with coconut milk. So it's not actually, yeah. I think it's it's dairy free. And so. I think it might be gluten free too. But good, um, good call. More people can have it. Yeah, exactly. It's just what um, I associate with milk and even blue milk is things that are creamy or co- cocoa-y. Right, so chocolate, um, vanilla, you know, all, all these sort of things that you might associate with milk. This is a fruit drink. That's the only thing, but it did slap. It was it good. Cool. You know, would I? Ha- huh? Say again. I bet it cooled you down a little bit in that heat. It did. It was actually amazing, and I had the green one as well at a different time, but I preferred the blue one. They were still really that. good. They were still really good, but I preferred the blue one. And I think there's just that little bit of blue. You know, the blue milk. I don't know. Come it just on. hits different a little bit. That's what you want in it, a bit of blue milk. Really, what they're lacking at Galaxy's Edge is, you know, an old man Luke walking around, like, sucking on the... With a thyle of siren teats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just putting that face with, with milk in his beard, going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that looks better on video. 
<laughs> they hire like uh, older gentlemen that look a bit like Mark Hamill. <laughs> older shivalled fellows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you got a job? No, I'm retired. You've got in a you job. Come. <laughs> come Drink this stuff all day. Yeah, put this green milk around your beard and. <laughs> oh, that's the only thing that was missing from Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, really. What a bust! What a bust! Um, so food and drink ro- is fine. You, you food, food and that? drink's good. Yeah, the, 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 the drink and, yeah. I think is better than the food. Um, that's interesting to hear. Okay, I did. I did buy. There's so there's a popcorn stand that kind of sells like Mantel mix. Yeah, which is oh, yeah, great. Yeah. At the moment, but really anyway, with my with with our Crohn's disease, I have to avoid popcorn. That's even though I really like popcorn. Say. Um, in the bad batch that mantel mix that's right yeah so um i got like a a big bag of this 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 mantel mix because it came with a mouse droid to hold it in (laughs) and it was like it was like 19 dollars or something and here's the thing like anything in disney let alone galaxy's edge is expensive it's expensive the souvenirs are expensive the key rings expensive limited edition stuff expensive figures expensive everything is expensive prepare to spend some buns just prepare. Um, yes. But also don't feel like you have to commit to something. That's what I'd say too, because a lot of this stuff you can get outside the park now as well. Yeah, you get it on shopdisney.com or something. They sometimes have things imported it's from Batu. But, it's, um, it's true. It's true. I think going, going to Disney, you've got to expect to spend that longer. But, um, you do. So but the mouse droid, the mouse droid I got was flipping great. So I got that this. looked great. Four. I saw that. You saw it? Okay, good. Yeah. Yep. I, I got it just for that. And I actually, there were the, these gentlemen that walked by. And we, we've actually got them on Instagram. They're lovely. I, I, I forgot, you know my memory of names. I've forgotten their names, but they were live, lovely. They were live something. They were from St. Louis. I know that. I'll find them. But I met I met quite a few people. But anyway, I gave this guy a bag of popcorn. I was like, do you want a bag of popcorn? I was like, this ain't a trick or anything like that. I just, I wanted this just for the mouse droid. I don't, and I can't have popcorn. So, and my wife doesn't want it. (laughs) Do you want it? He was like, yeah, go on then. (laughs) And we ended up talking for actually quite a while about Star Wars, which is great. The best That's the other thing. It. It, br- it brings out a lot of Star Wars geekiness, even with like the non-hardcores, you know, the people that don't necessarily listen to a Star Wars podcast weekly. You know, it brings out that side to them, you know, which is nice. If only there was someone there who's I'm going to mention the last, if only there's somebody there who could have told people about a Star <sighs> Wars podcast. But mate, you've mentioned <sighs> the, um, you've mentioned the rides. We've mentioned Smuggler's Run, mm-hmm. but we haven't gone into it. Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance looks like the, only the still, still, in, still images I've seen, usually from inside, look, looks like a hangar. They, it looks, it looks huge. It looks very, very impressive. Yeah, Rise of the Resistance, was it as huge and impressive as I think it is? And then Smuggler's Run, mate, because that's the one where we all saw you joyfully uh, taking off. So Rise of the Resistance, you asked that one first. Yes, sir. For me, for me, it's the best ride I've ever been on in my life. Um, Execution. Let's get something to have a drink. I'm telling you. That is superb. I really hope to hear that. This thing... This thing, I got to ride. I'm very fortunate because the queues for this thing are mental. Yeah, they are yeah. absolutely you mental. It. You have to book it. You 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 can you can queue up, 
or you can do like um it's the you can do disney disney genie just you can do disney genie plus um which which you get for your trip and yep. um you can apply for lightning lanes like throughout the day and yes, on the yeah. morning okay. rise of the resistance isn't included in that you have to do a separate uh lightning lane for that which is like 15 dollars. i think it's worth it to be honest because how long does it go on for as well the ride or the, Dude, the, the, the experience listen, i i think i lost track of time like that's a good thing. I, it's one of those things where i don't care i don't know maybe like 20 minutes or something oh maybe well, that's, that's cool then i was waiting for you to say it's, like four or five minutes no bro because you're going you're going maybe maybe it's not quite as long as that i because uh, i'm i'm trying to figure it out out in my head maybe it's, it's closer to 10 roughly, but okay. yeah but but you you start at a certain place you go here you end up there and you go and do this thing and then you're back at another place like it goes on for a little while and it is like it's like you are in a little segment of a film it is out of this world good it's crazy good something that i didn't realize until the last time i went on it is that there's different versions of it oh that's cool that makes it re-rideability very uh very decent i believe there's two versions. Uh, I believe there's two versions. One goes a slightly different route than the other, and oh, it affects what you see. Both very, 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 very cool. If you can ride this, do it. And ask the um, the Disney staff, ask the cast members, um, is this like going on the right or the left? Mm-hmm. And they'll know. Yeah. Okay. okay. And try and ask for... Yeah, and I'll get to that in a second with the smugglers run. The, the cast members are incredibly accommodating. What was it then about Rise of Resistance? Because it's by the sounds of it, it's a 10, 15 minute experience. Oh. Uh, rise, flash experience. What was it though? Was, was it just like the like where you were, like the vicinity location? Was it the actual uh, activity, for want of a better term? Now, what, what was it? Was it excitement? Excitement. Play on me. Excitement. The, 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 realness of it it it's so authentically star wars yeah boy. the characters what happens in it the animatronics the the effects the the bits in it that are like a traditional ride but it's not like oh you're going on for this bit we're going on a roller coaster no it's not like that it's nothing like that everything that happens in it that even feels a bit like ridey is in universe it's completely feasible it's fantastic. I believe it is the most expensive theme park ride ever. And it comes across that. as that. It, it definitely comes across as that. They did not. They, 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 they did. They did, They went ham on this ride, oh, mate. Man. They went, they went in and it's tremendous. I love it. I that absolutely love fantastic. it. Fantastic. I've, that's yeah. the one because smugglers run. I think most people have probably heard, what the what about that? So they kind of know what kind of rise, but rise of the resistance. Yeah. If you haven't sought out uh, YouTube videos or reviews, like me, I have no idea. I mean, I've I've seen things like let's say holograms, and like I, I've heard that certain characters may be there pursuing you or whatnot, but I don't know anything about that ride. Like I don't know how it works, which is what I'm, which is why I don't know if it's called it a ride and activity experience. So that is that is exciting and smugglers run. You were on there. You were overjoyed by that. You were very lucky with the placement you got on that ride, my friend. Yes. Yes. Well, okay. So I did Smuggler's Run three times as well. Oh, oh. 
I think it might have been four. No, three. Three times. So I did the two rides three times. And on – listen, this is the thing. The first time I went on it, we were uh, engineers. We were engineers. So at the back. I think that is seen as like kind of the dud one. I think that's that's kind of seen. You are effectively pressing buttons. Does it take away from the magic? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Piloting it, a whole different experience. Could be the pilot, the best in the galaxy. Whole different experience, my friend. It's unreal, unreal. What I found, and and maybe not everyone is going to be able to do this, but what I found is that for the second time, I was like, look, I really want to be a pilot again. And I think we got engineers or we got gunners, I think mm-hmm. maybe. One, I think, yeah. And uh, for the second time, I was, I, I actually, we, we went into this queuing bit, which is in the Falcon, which is unreal. And I just asked one of the cast members, I was like, look, do you mind if we go do pilots? And they're like, yeah, of course, just stand to the side. I'll let someone else in to take your spot. The Sweet. next group, you'll be at the front. So you, you wait an extra like minute. And they were like, yeah, that's fine. No worries. If you, if you want to do it that much, that's fine. Because most people aren't asking that. Most yeah. people are happy to just they go along. Now. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I'm looking. Well, I know there's a few of like our gang, like our man them who are going there. So, yeah, yeah I get it. So, if you know, if you're limited on time and that, ask. Just ask them, can I please be a pilot? What's you the know? worst they can say? Honestly. And sit. If you want to be the person who punches it, because I asked that. I asked who gets to punch it. Oh. And the person like didn't even say it because they they try and keep in character, but the person just slot pointed at the right hand side. So if you want to punch it, it's on the right hand side. Oh. And <laughs> mate, boy, that's the video. And oh my days, that that because like you said, I knew most things about it. I didn't know the course. Yeah. I didn't know where we. Yeah, went. I, I don't know anything know. about that. But, but you know, do you? You don't really need to know what happens. That it's the feeling. It's being there. They do a really good job. The cameras don't quite do it good justice. Job. Like how good a good job it does look. It does look just so good so good it He's does back. it the whole the whole thing does the whole thing does but there it, it, tremendous tremendous so, absolutely so, tremendous so they're the kind of they're the two main other than obviously the falcon itself they're the two main attractions so you know goes without saying absolutely worth it for those yes. just for those alone a- absolutely worth it we also did star tours a few times which oh, yeah. is amazing that's a classic ride stands yes. up to this day that ride is absolutely brilliant that's it's cool, absolutely yeah. brilliant and it's basically where the idea for the falcon came from like yeah. smugglers run smugglers run is almost like you know you get like pokemon evolutions it's like the Raichu <laughs> to pikachu right smugglers run and and star tours are kind of in the same family yeah, there's a little tie in there you probably didn't think you were going to get today guys there we go um, there we go did you did you um hear any of the music going around because you know john williams composed mm. music did, did you manage did, did that blend in did you manage to catch any of it or was it just there the music's there mm. if i'm being honest the music is there That's what maybe it because to, you know, it's, it, it's quite loud there's a lot of stuff going on. I need to listen to it again because I'll be honest, I'm sure I'll recognize bits of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sure. However, I think if anything, that's something the park could have done with is more familiar, familiar noises, familiar music mm-hmm. and sounds. Because if it's in universe anyway, 
yeah. If it's in-universe anyway, there ain't going to be classical music blaring out around Bartow. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, that, well, that's... Cool. Unless well, that's the Batu custom, yeah. Right, arguably, right. But that's just a bit stupid, right? But, you know, <laughs> even even right, in sounds- the cantina, even in Ogre's cantina, they're playing, like, remixes of, like, the cantina song. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, this is on the nose. They know what they're doing, and yeah. I get it. I get why but they're it, doing but it. But it works, I admit. I expect that. I expect that. Therefore, that is something I think they probably could have done different for me personally. Yeah. My last qualm, and it's not even really a qualm. That's because, what I was going to ask. Was there anything else that didn't quite stand up to scrutiny? Okay. This isn't necessarily just to do with Galaxy's Edge, but Disney in general. Mm-hmm. It is the booking system, right? which admittedly for me worked 90% of the time. What's okay when it works. And it's my fault because, really, I booked this holiday last minute. I booked it 30-ish days before we, 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 we flew out, right? So Disney stuff opens up 60 days before yeah, for, right. for reservations, restaurants, experiences. You need to book it 60 days before you do it. We Which signed up for, like, cancellation um, websites for, for for tickets so we were able to get ogres cantina stuff beauty beast stuff we tried to get um reservations for space 220 which is an epcot yeah. restaurant which is yeah, great sure. we couldn't make that like the reservations didn't work for us but they did open up i got zero zero cancellations oh, for savvy's workshop zero but well, that well, that this is it because hmm. we mentioned the falcon you mentioned the rides ogre's cantina the food the drink all that good, and obviously the the people walking around like the troopers but savvy's lightsaber workshop is something else alongside doc Hondar's den of antiquities savvy's workshop is oh. one of the other key things of galaxy's edge but you're saying you couldn't get in no, we couldn't get in. We couldn't get in. And that I'm was a shame. That. Yeah. That was a shame, to be honest. But I'm going to do that another time. And my, like, I still plan on going to California at some point in, in, in the future. So I'm probably going to do it at Disneyland there. And if anything like that, like it, it relieves a lot of the stress that like that's really the only thing that didn't happen is the lightsaber thing. So I'm happy for that to happen in the future. It's something um, else to look forward to. Yeah. Something else to look forward to. But I, again, it's one of those things that I get. But listen, if you're going to Disney, this is in general Disney World. You need to be organized. Yeah, yeah you can't just be, be like turning up at places randomly. There is like park copper. There's a lot of good things that does help because once you're there, once you are organized, I do think it is a phenomenal place, a phenomenal, magical place that is expensive, but very good. Um, but that is, it's almost like if you don't know that, you are going to get screwed. You are screwed big time. You're going to get screwed over. Yeah, you have to. Is Galaxy's Edge a sort of place that two blokes from England who host a podcast could go (laughs) and have a heck of a day in? Yes. Oh, man. You know, one day it's happening, mate. I want to go soon, but haven't heard this. Obviously, I want to experience it with with the Padawan, but but, once once we've been there and seen it, Oh, we, I got to, we got to find a way to make that happen, man. Imagine, imagine Bly, Jabber and Blywalker sitting in Oakland's cantina, sinking a Dagobah slug sling on the don't Falcon. Imagine that, listen. man. I don't even, I'm not, I'm not even talking about content. I'm just talking about having a good time with my buddy. How cool and would I that think, be? I, I think, but there would be content. There would be lots of content. <laughs> but I think, I think, I think there's going to be a Patreon show with me and the missus going into maybe a bit more detail on stuff. 
maybe if people are we'll do a non-spoiler bit at the start of the show then for the rest we'll do spoilers um because it is it's great it's great like well i've not even mentioned like the characters i did buy some merch i mentioned the mouse droid i did get a legacy lightsaber i messaged matty boy i was like dude i'm at i'm at i'm at um doc ondas do you want a legacy lightsaber? Do you want the Calcastus one? Because I know Matty Boy wanted the Calcastus one. Sitting here as I am now, and I got the price for it, which I think was extremely reasonable, just for the blade. But what put me off was because again, I couldn't expect Luke to know what the prices of delivery and postage no were. I know how much co- co- custom charges are to United Kingdom alone, let alone delivery. And I'm thinking this could push it up to well, you could probably add an extra maybe fifty, sixty, seventy quid, maybe to push it up. And I thought oh no so yep. i said don't worry about that i intend to go one day i will get it i'm very pleased that you 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 you, you were able to look though it's a good lightsaber the cow kisses one isn't it mate it's flipping beautiful mate so i was there i was at docondas i queued up to look at the legacy lightsabers yeah. look at the, and, and actually because i was there for star wars day which in itself yes galaxy's edge had a whole different vibe to it a whole That's different amazing. state to it it was it was magical it was forceful it was absolutely yeah. amazing but i was looking at all these lightsabers they had some limited edition ones or limited release ones and um, they were okay i loved the look of the ben solo one but i thought the finish on it wasn't mm-hmm. quite Right there there was a bit of a plasticky feel to it i was like mm, I don't know. That and there are other things like yeah that's true there are other things like vader's saber looked amazing there was ray's one from rise of skywalker oh. there was there was a few that i was like oh they're beautiful however i think they're going to be there for a very long time bang in the middle is this calcester saber and i was like that is so gorgeous There's something about that's it so isn't gorgeous. there man it was my wife who made me get it yeah, really it was my wife. It was like you got to get it because where a where are you gonna where else are you gonna get it from? Yeah. But it's it's good memory. And I went and also if it, if it costs a lot to bring home, then then that that will be a lesson learned for next time. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, because I was worried about that. If you want to post this stuff back, I think it does cost a bit of money. I, I um, thought it might. And that's the only thing that put me off. But um, however, f- some airlines are now, especially if they're flying in and out of Florida or central florida orlando they're more used to this now so they are used to the whole lightsaber thing some airlines even do it free of charge you can carry on your lightsaber you have to kind of check it in of course yeah but uh, some will let you carry it on some sometimes it goes in the in the hold whatever and they don't even charge for it so that's really good. That's the really Christmas really good. One. I mean, you, you can see obviously you know how much I love the game anyway and the character but you obviously you can see what it is about that lightsaber which made me think that is you know that special. looks unique special and yeah. look don't get me wrong kenobi vader skywalker all those i love that saber but yeah. you know this the cow one is a if you're going to get one for me i'd want one which is yeah unique which is special which is a little bit different so you can yeah. see the appeal of it can't you now Clearly. So, uh, uh, oh, oh, absolutely. I could from the first place. It was just I couldn't guarantee because you were, you were like, oh, how much is, would it be to bring it back? And I was like, dude, I don't know. Yeah. I have no clue. Part of me was fearing that a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Disney don't know. They don't know what the airline's charges are. No. They And to send them back to London, sometimes I think there's a bit of a complication or it can Customs be expensive. And, and there is, of course, the post-Brexit charges Jeez, that haven't ridiculous. quite been ironed out and that can add up to a lot of money unfortunately so there's that dude galaxy's edge is magical 
It is magical. Like I said, I think I'm going to dive more into this with my wifey who was there who watched me do a lot of stuff because I'm sure I've missed stuff out. But also, there's only so much you can talk about without spoiling bits. If you can go, if you can go, it's worth doing. If you can afford it, it's worth doing it and doing it, trying to do it properly. Matty boy, wow. Stay hidden, or we will not survive. Leave us alone. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father? You still want Kenobi. He's gone. Maybe you've been looking in the wrong places. I want every lowlife and bounty hunter to squeeze him. You can't win, Obi-Wan! You can't May the 4th, whilst Luke was perusing Galaxy's Edge and checking out everything the Resistance had to offer, Star Wars, they weren't messing around at all. The Obi-Wan Kenobi official social media account literally said, new trailer coming today. That was it, and that was enough for the internet to be uh, waiting for this. We got the trailer earlier than we thought, because we know that Ewan was on Jimmy Kimmel, and a lot of people thought, oh, it's going to come then, 5am UK time. No, it dropped... In the afternoon in the UK time, late afternoon, um, minute, 20 minutes long, I think, minute, 20 minutes long, the official yep. trailer, they called this. Minute, minute 29 seconds. Minute 20 minutes, so. a minute and a half, 90 seconds. Minute and a um, half, yeah. Lukey boy, did you, when, because uh, I saw this, I saw this at home uh, on the, on the telly. Where did you catch this trailer when it dropped? I watched this in my hotel room, mate, yeah. the morning of May the 4th, uh, and everyone was talking about it at the park. It was a conversation starter, indeed. Did you um, see? It? Did you see it? It was amazing, wasn't oh. it? It was beautiful. It was a thing of beauty. Um, we got some new stuff in it. We got some familiar stuff, stuff we've already seen, maybe just from different angles. So we're not going to do like the breakdown like we did last time for mm-hmm. the trailer because that was all fresh, brand new footage. This time it's a little bit different. We're almost getting more used to the the flavor of the show some of the scenes, some of the plants. However, we do get some new stuff. Um, what are your initial thoughts on this, mate, boy? You, you liking this trailer? Oh, I did I did enjoy it. The first trailer was something else because, you know, we've been waiting for this anything for long, longer than years. And then we finally got it and, you know, finally seeing you and back and the, the music drops, you know, we're un- unparalleled in that trailer. That was a special experience. This one now kind of felt like, like you said, you know, like we've had that. 
the we you know that we're on the final stretch this now kind of feels like the cherry on top of the icing of that beautiful cake that we got before and yeah we saw some scenes that were similar but we got some new scenes but the, what i like the most about this trailer is they didn't give anything away yeah there was there was nothing in it which made me think okay well that spoiled that or now i kind of get where we're going more so than i did before of this but yeah i thought it i thought it did uh, for, so for that my friend i thought it was a very good trailer it looked good we got some the new scenes were cool I, I I dug it, mate. Of course, I did. I, I I can't wait. But what about you? May the fourth hotel room. What did you think about it? <laughs> May the fourth hotel room. Loved it. Um, I thought <laughs> the. I'll be honest. I'll start with this. I thought the Inquisitor looked a bit more palatable this time round. Not that, that it yet. bothers me loads any way or all of them. Gr- the Grand Inquisitor. Sorry, Grand Inquisitor. Oh, um, what should be a, like a oh, a different sh- an o- conehead? Yeah. <laughs> Does it bother me that much? No, it doesn't. Um, let's not forget this is a recurring character in a show. So he's going to be doing a lot of stuff throughout a few episodes. So there's some real world practicalities to that too. Yeah. And it, I think he looks pretty good. I think the Inquisitors look pretty good. Mm-hmm. The one that does bother me the most is, unfortunately, the fifth brother, who is uh, Kung Sang, isn't it? Yeah, I actually thought he looked a bit better this time round compared you? to the first time. But again, the jury's out. Yeah. I mean, we see a lot of similar shots that we've seen uh, for almost like the first third of the trailer. There's there's one or two shots that we've not seen. Then it goes to Uncle Owen. And I well, think this is where you've got the meat in the burger of the trailer. You know, you've got your fat off burger, whether it's beef, maybe it's a... Uh, um, what do they call it? The impossible burger. You know, oh, if you're a vegetarian man. or whatever, maybe you like a chicken burger. No, course, I don't know. I don't mind. But it's a this burger. Is the, this is the filling. This oh, is the filling God. of the trailer. And it's a really good line, isn't it? it it's is a it, very it, good line. It, it's a sick burn. I watched it for the first time and almost winced like, oh, wow. Okay. This guy, yeah. I find it also find it hilarious that everyone just calls him Uncle Owen as if he's our uncle. But if I've only called him Owen Lars, we just call him he Uncle, is Owen, uncle Owen. Yeah, he, he must be trained like he trained his father. Like, wow. Okay. Oh. Here we go. This is where the fun begins. Owen's not messing around. And I'm imagine, <laughs> I imagine we'll get some more um, backstory on though their relationship um, in the series. Of course, we've only got, as the trailer said, six episode miniseries limited series so how much time they're going to devote to that i don't know but the fact that they've put that in the trailer got a lot of people excited because it's something that people have been speaking about for years like the old legends books the new canon they've kind of touched upon it now we're seeing it you know in the big leagues now in in live action yes yes absolutely and it's just that reminder that like this isn't a good place for kenobi no. Kenobi doesn't have many fans. He doesn't have family. He doesn't really have many allies. Nope. And this is just a reminder of that, that Uncle Uncle, Uncle Owen is like, yeah, mate, you're a schmuck. Who you talk? You know, you're not going to train this kid. Are you mad? Look what no. happened to, Do look what? what you did to his dad. Not no. Palpatine, not it's- anyone else. They blame Kenobi. But how and does that he know is- that? Which is what huh? excites me. How does Uncle Owen know anything about Anakin? Like, did did, did Obi Wan tell him? Yeah, like, oh, Anakin died in the Clone Wars. Saying, you know, what does he know? Dude, I didn't even real. I didn't even realize or think about that. It's, that's what's been. I've been thinking about over the weekend. I was like, uh, obviously, that he must have known that. They, well, how, did he know they were buddies? Because Obi Wan wasn't on Dedueen in Attack of the Clones with them. 
Do you think Kenobi told him? He must have said, maybe he said, you know, he was under my tutelage and then he died in the purge or something. Right. But if, but for him to say, like you trained his father, he must know that his father went, Anakin went awry somewhere because, you know, you- Obi-Wan trained him and he just died in the purge. That's not really Kenobi's fault. Do you think Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru know that, and I'm, I'm, I'm a bit blurry to canon here or maybe I'm forgetting something, but do you think they know that Anakin is now Vader? I think so. Do you think? I think they do. Because I'm trying to think of A New Hope when they're like, there's too much of his, there's too much of his father in him. That's mm. what he says. So I think there's, I think they do. I think they, I think uh, they do. True, true, I think true, they do. true. And this is like the okay. first sign of it, but I thought that was a great burn. Something else I think, the Inquisitors look great, but I think Reva looks, I think she mm. looks great. She sounds great. She comes across really strong um, as an actual character. I think, I think she looks great and, the energy in her voice, like when she's when she's screaming, you can't escape him. It gave me chills. But I mentioned to you as well, and during it, she said she says Obi Wan, you know, you can't escape. And it yes. made, immediately made me think of A New Hope when he said uh, Obi Wan. That's a name I haven't heard since ooh, before you were born. Oh, I mean, is that a huge line to really retcon? Maybe not. No, but it did kind of get me thinking. You know, what, it, 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 you know are they going to recontextualize quite a lot of what we know in A New Hope because? I'm not sure I really want them to do that too much. Like certain lines, I, I don't mind if they if they kind of just have a new meaning. Like, you know, I haven't felt that presence since. Do we want that? But when he says, you know, Obi-Wan, I haven't heard that name since you're before you were born. Ones like that, I kind of hope they keep that in check because when she's shouting at him, he's on a ship. She, he, can't, he probably can't hear her. He's probably yeah, like, what? He, I can't he, hear what? He, he probably can't hear it. Yeah. He he's probably looking out the window, cupping his hand to his ear, like, speak up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think what? I think she looks great. What? what? Yeah, I think she looks fantastic. I I, I really I, I hope that too. And I think they I think that is going to be respected. And I don't think that she is shouting that to him, but more like to an area where she maybe thinks he is, or mm-hmm. you know, something something along the lines of that. Um, I think there is like with anything with any big media project and, and, and myth, there is danger of of maybe changing context, changing law. Yep. And I think we do have to go into that kind of ready for a little wee bit of flexibility, but obviously with standards of, no, this shouldn't be changed. This is right. I this think is, when it's the first film you know, that changed, like the, the OG, I think... Mm. I don't think it's sacred, but for me, like changing certain lines in the original, like this is Star Wars, this is everything we knew. Uh, I th- I'd be going to that with some reticence, but if they do, they yeah. do. It's all about how well they do. You know what I'm going to say, mate? It's all about the execution. Yeah, oh. I think you're right, mate. I think it would be, it'd be folly mm. to not think that, you know, they're, they're going to have a bit of liberties and, you know, let's see what they come up with. Let's see. Let's see, like with anything, let's see, trust in the process. And once it comes out, if we feel it's rubbish, then we can say that. Oh, we, <laughs> you know, we've got our recaps coming, big boy. we got our recaps coming, guys. Stay stay tuned for that. I'm very, very excited for that. Ewan looks so flipping good in this, doesn't he? Oh, he does. And just seeing that 27th of May, and, you know, I'm looking down now and I'm like, flaming it. That, that's like only a few days away. It's not far, is it, mate? It's not far at all, man. <laughs> we're, seeing, we're seeing a different shot of the inquisitors in their meeting room or chatting mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. yeah 
basically a different angle of what we've seen. We see Kenobi on an EOB again from a different yeah, angle, nice. something we've not seen. We see a lot of the similar stuff. We see Rave Rever, Raver, Rever, watching a gunfight. Yeah. Which I'm sure we see in the different trailer. Yeah, I think she's watching it from another From afar. Because mm. she says, the one thing which they do say to further the story, to give us an idea, they say, she says, I want every bounty hunter in low life to squeeze him. So That's we now right. know that every bounty hunter in the galaxy has been put on high alert to get this man. So I'm not going to speculate irresponsibly, but, you know, we, th- we it looked like Fallon was in the trailer. Oh, you know, people thought they saw Cad Bane on Dayu because it did look a bit like Cad Bane in that picture. But, you know, could we be seeing some more bounty hunters alongside the Inquisitors? Would they really go that route and have Vader, the Inquisitors, and the bounty hunters? That was a cool line, though. I liked, I really like that. And, you know, there's a real mystery about what they're showing us. So like, you, what, are you looking for Obi-Wan? He's gone. It's like, this is they're building yep. something here. We see Kamel Nanjani for the first time. We see the little cute droid, kind of um, little handheld droid thing, which looked very cool. Amazing, um, and of course, you know th- some of the money shots. You can't escape him. We see Vader's arms being put back on, and then the, the chest oh. plate being being stabbed directly into his rotten chest. Oh. And then the noise, and, and the noise. Oh my word! And Kenobi. Do you think that's related to that scene? Because Kenobi looks like it's a very. Oh, no. <laughs> What's what's the way um, to to? It's a it's a sobering image, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like Kenobi, the way he's looking, he's like, oh, really? Because at I'm in the point, wrong place. <laughs> at this point, at this point, Kenobi must be figuring out Who? that Anakin survived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Of, uh, according to Obi Wan, or probably he left him for dead. Yeah. The yeah, dude was on fire and had his limbs <laughs> and, cut off and had his limbs cut. He just weren't going to finish it off. Yeah. Which not the Jedi way. Yeah. Which if anything, you'd think, Oh, maybe the loving thing to do would be to put him out. <laughs> just just kick him in the fire. You're like, sorry, mate. Just like nudge him in. But that's not the story. Is it? But anyway, <laughs> yeah, just kick him in. Wait, wait, volley. <laughs> you didn't, you saw nothing guys. Yeah. Everyone's watching, but you did saw nothing. Yeah. The force goes slide. Not cool. Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah no, uh, the force goes all been, Obi-Wan talking to Obi-Wan. It would but, have been a rubbish you know, story. What, what I loved was the, um, like the criminal, like photo, what do they call <laughs> yeah. that? What's that called again? Um, mugshot, mugshot, yeah, yeah, Headshot. ridiculous. And it says Obi Wan Kenobi wanted for high treason. Yeah, it's that's what they Then, yeah, that's great. And it's uh, the reward upon capture. Mm. So they want him alive. Mm. They don't want him dead. They want him alive. Why is that? Why do they want him alive and not dead? Well, I think Vader's got some unfinished business. Maybe Palpatine thinking we we, we could have a new Grand Inquisitor here. Kenobi, or maybe they just want maybe. to torture and kill him. Make maybe they want to know. Maybe Palpatine knows about Luke and Leia. Well, he's got an inkling, at least, or an inkling, and maybe think, more, uh, more so than more so than Vader. Maybe I think if Palpatine knows, he ain't messing. I think he goes to kill him. I think. I think if Palpatine knows, I think he finishes the job. But I think maybe he, maybe he senses that if Obi Wan is alive, he's 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 got a, you know he's there for a reason. He's He's you know he's he's in exile for a reason. He's doing something. He has a task, a mission, and he wants to know what it is. 
And Ian McDermott said, you know, there's an up, there's a show coming up soon where the emperor has a very big presence within it. He said, you may not see me, my actual body, but the emperor has a presence over this. We didn't see him in the trailer. We had no inkling that he's even going to be in it, but you know, it, it's the right time to see the emperor, or at least to hear the emperor. And I think they're going to give the fans the right amount of fan service, which would be, you know, the emperor on a holocron talking to Vader. Uh, we still haven't seen Hayden's face. I love that. There's a few things I don't want to see before I watch the show. Hayden, because I want to see that in the show, and a lightsaber fight, or even Obi Wan yes. igniting his igniting the blue. I don't right. want to see that. So we've not we seen see any lightsaber action yet, other we're than the Inquisitors. Do you think we'll we'll get a trailer two, a Kenobi trailer two now, mm-hmm. or do you think we're just going to get shorts leading up to the series? Mate. Because I think the marketing has actually been quite conservative. I don't think, think it's been decent. And I, I, yeah, I think it's. I think that's a good thing. I don't think they've gone like crazy on it. Like I, I think recently, um, our boy Kevin Feige, president over in Marvel, yep. even complained about the marketing for Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Uh, he said, "I wish." I wish they didn't show it or I wish they did it different because they gave away a lot and it built expectations that weren't necessarily there. You've seen that trailer. Unfortunately, the film will have no surprises for you. I'm sorry to say. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Feige has has every right to be upset. So they're not doing that here, are they? No, I don't think they are. I don't think they are at all. But they're, they're, I think they're treating this property differently. Like what we knew, what we found out from our guy, from one of our sources, which, by the way, we're not leakers. We, we don't really get much inside stuff. We get a little bit, though. We get a little bit, and some of it we're not allowed to talk about, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. But if you ever get us at a pub, yeah, <laughs> buy us a few pints. We might, we might spill one or two least. things. But, but generally speaking you know that's not our thing but we have a guy who told us that disney are looking at this obi-wan kenobi and saying now this is our biggest thing for disney plus this year this is our flagship product for this year and that's big man and you you can see why trailers do i want another trailer no, we're, we're, right. we're, we're almost three weeks out now, if that. We know we're on the, this is, as Europe said, the final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> do I think we're going to get one? I do think we're going to get one. I think we're going to get another minute's worth of trailer, maybe in the, maybe the week before. Okay. And I think they might show us the big boy, the big daddy, big daddy Vader's, you know. Look, we all know what Darth Vader, I've said this on many shows recently, we all know what Darth Vader looks like. So there's, there's no surprise. If they show Darth Vader and his helmet, big whoop we know what he looks like i don't want to see vader and kenobi in the same scene i don't want to see hey i don't want to see them fighting you know if i see like darth vader ignite his red lightsaber hey look that'll be cool but I, I, if they can keep this trajectory they've got so far where they're teasing the story without really showing anything too much i'm all for that my biggest fear is like a week before they they'll, they'll release something and you know there'll be a money shot in there when it doesn't need to be people are ready now i'm ready mate do you want a trailer? Do you think there's going to be one? Another one. I, I, it's a bit of a weird one because I'm so sold on this show. I'm so sold. And there is that risk of, oh, I don't want to know too much. From what we've got so far, I think, like I said, they've, they have played it safe and mm-hmm. quite conservative in a good way. I want to reiterate, a good way. Um, so... I'm happy with that. I think we're going to get one more and, yeah. and lots of shorts. 
And then we're going to okay. get lots of shorts. We're going to start seeing them on telly. You know, like, not that I watch telly, but on like YouTube, <laughs> things like that as well. Um, I think we're going to start seeing a few more for like, a bit more marketing material. I think we're going to see it in the shops and at Disney World, wherever. We're, we're going to start seeing Kenobi stuff. Um, one thing I noticed is that uh, 53 seconds in the trailer, is that for Lom, the bounty well, I, hunter? There was a, I think Star Wars Newsnet said that their forlorn was in it there i mean it certainly looks like a forlorn looking droid i don't remember having the green eyes you wouldn't recognize me because of the green eyes but at the same time you might have had them shot out and got a new pair oh, we <laughs> you know, never saw them at night time as well we never we saw didn't them at night so time, there's that I, th- I think it is i i, I kind of hope it is you know, right. I know, yeah, I know. It makes the galaxy smaller but you know they, they've opened the net to the world to the galaxy's bounty hunters you know, why not show us one or two that are familiar you know maybe you don't have to bring in all of them hey look wouldn't it be cool if gecko just randomly turn up oh dominic pace but um fall on yeah I, I, it looked like him and where well, fall on goes suckers usually follows we do get a different fall on it i forget the type of droid it is but um we get a different one in mandalorian yes we, we do yeah and his name's yeah, like qd zero or something or yeah, q zero yeah, so like, i've got bought. black series of him which is sweet you have haven't you it's a delicious delicious it's black filthy. series one of my favorites actually on, but, okay my last yeah. bit of respect because i will listen mate we, okay. could, we could talk maybe forever but i know you, i know i know, I know. it's ba- just based on the bounty hunters there we know danny mm. vader's in it we know the inquisitors are in it because we've seen him do, do you think then because they specifically mentioned it in the trailer that they've opened up kenobi for everyone do you think we're going to see maybe an episode or just an influx of bounty hunters in one scene in one episode? Do you think we're going to get a load of them because they specifically mentioned it in the trailer? Or do you think it was just, maybe we'll see one or two? That's a good question. I think they really made a point of putting it in that trailer. Mm, That's a good point. Mm. I think we could see a few. Uh, Would it be crazy? Yes. Do you know what I'm going to ask? Would it be crazy? If we got a de-aged Boba Fett, <laughs> I think you they'd know, do it, you know. It I think they'd do it. I think they'd do it just for the clout. I think they'd do it. I think because they would. Yeah, I think they could do it. Even just in a helmet. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not hard to do that, is it, really? You, just, get, away. just get Brendan Wayne. Just get Brendan Wayne in. <laughs> to, <laughs> you know, to, just that. put the Boba armor on there. They'd get Big Boy Danny Logan in, wouldn't they? Logan, yeah, Loganator, maybe. They, they could do. I mean, it depends if they want to punk out Boba Fett, because I think that would... You know what Star Wars fans are like? Sometimes they get a bit annoyed at the most trivial things, don't they? You won't believe Apparently. it, but they do. I can imagine that would annoy some people if they bought Boba Fett in and made him like a, a quote-unquote schmuck because he didn't get the bounty again. Right, right. But no, that's true. Cool? That's a good Wouldn't point. it be that's cool, good. though, if they, showed, if they showed Boba just like wrecking shop? But... I think the floor is open, but I think they made a specific point of putting it in the trailer that maybe we could expect a couple at least. Okay. Okay. All right, mate. I'm excited. I'm really excited. What's your hype level out of one, one like really excited adrenaline, you know, happy alcohol, happy dolphin to 10 Happy dolphin! <laughs> what I love, I love a happy dolphin. I love, I love, love, I love happy... swimming in the sea. Um, you do, you do. I, it's, it's as high as it can go at the minute. What, uh, there are for those out there who are averse to them. There are spoilers out there. The entire thing has been leaked. Like the ending has been leaked. 
not even by the best bin bulletin this time though he has of course <laughs> reported on it but it's out there don't if you if you do not search for obi-wan kenobi what, what uh right without any hesitation it's out there but i haven't read them i don't know what they are okay i was but gonna my, uh, by the way i was going to ask you that after the show I was going oh, to ask you oh, okay. well, because well, I would, I would, because uh, I'd be surprised if you did. But I was going to ask it anyway. But I think, I think there is a danger here that if you do read the the the, the ending or what, it, like, it would ruin the vibe of the show. I think it would do so. And yeah. again, from 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 what I've heard of, actually, no, I'm going to say from not not what I've heard about the ending, but the vi- the, the reaction. You know, Star Wars fans are going to Star Wars fan, but uh, mate, uh, I want to say ten. I'm going to say 9.5 happy dolphins because, it, you know, whatever Mate. the case was, there's, there's always that room that, oh man, what, what happens if it doesn't hit or what happens if we're just getting too excited of our head cannon again? But it's as high as it almost can be, mate. Uh, bring it on. What about you, mate? I'm, I, I think I'm 9.5 happy dolphins out of 10 happy dolphins. <laughs> How can just, it fail? There's just one dolphin that's been sawed in half, sawed in half. <laughs> <sword> in <laughs> half and it's just, you know, like, <laughs> just, just floating. Flapping about. <laughs> flapping. Yeah, it's the, it's the other end. It's just his tail. <laughs> that's me. That's me right now. No, 9.5 out of 10, I think. Like, the, I'm getting so excited for this. I think this is going to be a big deal. I can't wait. I think that week, that week and weekend, I'm not going to be able to control myself. I'm not, I'm, we're not ready. We're not I ready can't for wait this. for the recap. As much, and generally, as much as I'm looking forward to the show, the recap afterwards, where it's just two dorks just unloading their fun. I, I cannot wait for that, mate. So, Kenobi can't escape him. I can't escape him. You can't escape him. We can't escape him. Kenobi, he's coming. Hi, this is Mike Quinn. I played Nine Num in the Star Wars movies, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Uh, uh, Galaxy Kenobi, my head's going to explode. But before that. Mate, I'm going to have to have a drink. If it's going to be my last one, I'm going to make it a good one. We've pulled the Essex Falcon outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. The only question that remains, my man, for the first time in a while, shall we? Can I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative? A libation. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? Anthony, give me the spiciest drink you got. Pour me another Parkell and Sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink? Uh, yes! I don't know if it's as good as Ogre's Cantina, but it's our Cantina. It's the Bantina. For that those I new. Made. Oh, that's what I like to hear. For those new or old to the show, we sit down with the greatest listeners in the galaxy, which is all of you. We have a couple of Kef beers. I don't serve those in Ogre's. Whilst getting your thoughts on our main discussion. So this week we asked for your thoughts on that Kenobi trailer, and we got plenty of responses on this one. Yes, we got some great responses, my boy. Uh, Kit Snow Drag said, I loved it. Zoe Just Zoe said, could we get more? Uh, that nerd Tony said, this where the fun begins. And our boy over in Cyprus, George Constantino, simply said, deuce bumps. And Ross Holliban said... I'll probably watch the series because of it. And a chinky winky emoji. 
the king Ross isn't he what a he's a lad he's a lad a lot of positivity there my friend let's see if we can keep it up Henrik Peel said well he called it amazing our boy Eve Evangel said it confirmed a lot of leaks and rumours including the appearance of Fallon I wonder what or if surprises they have in store for us I think quite a lot um, all Star Wars fans the account on Instagram said I haven't watched it it's taking everything I have but I just want to go in blind wow and Emily Bonner said I went and bought some aloe vera for Obi-Wan after Owen's sick burn <laughs> like who trained his father <laughs> Obi-Wan may never recover <laughs> Emily's always bringing up Phil Vinci mate all Star Wars fans the, again the IG account going in blind could you ever see yourself doing that in a million years for this show well, I do you know what's funny is I don't think I could do that for anything Star Wars. <laughs> but like I, I, I was talking just briefly on Instagram to our boy Luke Raymond, yeah, who yeah. is Luke Tobias, phenomenal artist over on Instagram. Go check him out. Um, he does some incredible stuff. He was saying, yeah, he's not watched any of the final trailers, and he's not going to. Like that's Fair the good. thing he does. He doesn't watch final trailers. So. In tr- I think there's actually quite a few people who are going into this more blind than oh, maybe man. even previous Star Wars projects. I personally couldn't imagine myself doing it. Could you? Could you do no, it? I, could, I do it for. Fi- I try not to watch trailers of films unless okay. it's Star Wars because I like to go in blind, so I can then go in, make my own opinion on it when I've seen it, and not be swayed by the trailer. So when it comes to giving it a thumbs up or a rotten or whatever, it's not. Yeah, I haven't been swayed. You know, I don't know what the. Tra- I haven't got any p- hype from the trailer. With Star Wars, man, this is, this is not just a different beast. This is our beast, and yeah. there's no way because it also would involve kind of staying offline, which sometimes is probably quite healthy and quite good. But you know, you're trying to traverse leaks online, not even leaks actually, but just like screen grabs from the trailer quotes. You know that, like you trained your father. That particular line was trending on Twitter for the whole of May the fourth. Oh, was that, it? Just, just that line, like you trained his father. His father was oh. trending, so. It, it, it would take an awful lot of willpower and discipline, but you know, more power to every single one of you doing it. I just hope that the show lives up to you know what you want it to be. Yeah, yeah, I I, I hope so. I hope so. I'm so excited for this, mate, boy. I really, really am. And a lot of people are. And that kind of goes in with what we said. That does there need to be another trailer? Probably not for us. Mm-hmm. For the quote unquote normals. Yeah. Maybe there needs to be one or two more, or, or, or maybe one more in some shorts. You know, the usual, the usual stuff. So there we go, man. But generally, people loved this trailer. We even put like a an opinion kind of um, uh, scope, opinionometer, opinionometer on Instagram, <laughs> and it was like everyone was like, "Hi, hi." The sliding hi. scale. It's very it's high. Very high. It's very For high. Their, their, so their hype, wasn't it? There. Th- well, you know, what do you think about the trailer? You know, That's high it. thoughts, man. Um, Everyone loved it. Everyone loved it. As long as they keep this trajectory, like I say, where they're not giving too much away, you know, fine. Give us another trailer if you must, but um, you try, just just keep it as you go. And also, the total film um, issue that dropped in the UK, the Obi Wan exclusive, is fire. Mm. It is so 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 great to read. So if you can pick up total film. Go ahead and grab it. But uh, is that lot- worth picking up? Because yeah, I, I was thinking mate. about that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've got right. it over there. It's very good. Um, okay. A lot of positivity on the socials. Generally, there wasn't actually, in terms of what we received, there was no negativity. Nobody saying, you know what, not interested, can't be bothered with this. Everyone was at least very excited for this show. So 
let's hope then that they can continue and keep people excited when the show starts and everyone's just going to love it and it's going to be a great place to be in Star Wars land. I certainly hope so. But if you didn't hear your uh, opinion, your thoughts read out on this week's edition of The Bantina, don't be us hard, never do that. We'll do everything we can to get you on an upcoming edition of The Bantina. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. Best podcast. Yes, that's right. It's the spices part of the Bantino. Patreon questions section. And to kick us off is our boy all the way from Brighton, repping the South Coast, Ricardo Brito, who asks, how are you going to prepare to view Kenobi at the end of the month? I.e., what will you watch beforehand and how will make how will you make your viewing experience the most comfortable what a question i love it matty boy over to you what you sent to ricky boy's uh question there man good question ricky boy might as well and firstly it's just great to have luke bly back in the seat to do some patreon questions man um (laughs) well done last week by the way for for doing that and i even like you you went oh yeah for the butter bantina listen we've got to we've got to keep it in check here we've got to keep these ones going here son you do Um, you do what? what uh, okay, so how am I going to prepare to view it? Uh, very excitedly, uh, I'm going to. I will be up on the 27th of May. I'm not working that day. I will be up early watching both episodes. I'm still debating whether to watch the first one, and then you know go grab a coffee, you know come down a little bit, and then put the second one on, or whether to just to steam through both of them in one go. Knowing me, I'll probably just do both of them in one go and get both of them done. Um, but beforehand, I. I recently rewatched sent Luca picture. I watched mm. Revenge of the Sith recently uh, and Attack of the Clones uh, just just because they were on. So I've kind of like caught up with the the feels of those films. I might though rewatch Revenge of the Sith one more time mm. because it's a banger, but because it, like the little moments in it, you know, um, may the force be with you, old friend, and all that, and how they're going to hit, knowing that actually in about eight hours time. I'm going to see these bad boys back on screen again for the first time in 17 years. Plus the little lines like, you know, learn to commune with your old master. Hopefully they'll come back into play. I'm going to probably watch Revenge of the Sith. And in terms of, yeah, viewing experience most comfortable, I mean, I'm obviously watching the biggest TV I can. I'm going to make sure I've gone to the toilet beforehand. I'm going to make sure I'm stocked up with a decent little drinky poo, maybe even a blue milk. I may even go full ham and go little blue milky. But... I'm debating, and maybe Luke can help me with this one, whether to not watch them both in one go or watch the first one, have a five, ten minute break and then go back into it. But um, So I might, yeah, I might watch Revenge of the Sith, but I, I, you know, how am I going to watch it? I'm going to watch it from the comfort of my own um, chair. The most comfiest one I could find. A little blue milk. And whether or not oh. I'm going to watch both of them as what. But I'm watching them straight away, mate. I'm watching them. Phones going off. I don't want to hear anybody's yep. thoughts. I don't, for, for that moment, yep. I don't care about anyone in the world, apart from a kid. But she's not going to spoil Kenobi for me. So, you know, Discord, WhatsApp, sorry, going off. That's how I'm going to do I'm going to live in my own little bubble, mate, from the time I go to bed until the time I've watched it. And then when we get around to doing our recap. But what about you, mate? I mean, are, are you going to watch anything um, in prep? What, how are you going to view it and... Help me out, mate. How do I watch it? Both in one go or a little break? Oh, I don't know. I think 
I think you got to watch it first, write down some notes, and then watch the next one. <laughs> Obviously, like you said, do a loo break because you you know you're you're in you're in it's going to be ruined. <laughs> They're going to be ruined. You're not going to know what to do with yourself. No, been the loo the night before. How good? Yeah, Vindaloo the night before. Yeah, yeah. that's how we're prepping. That's how we're prepping. Um, yeah, I, I think in terms of material, I'd be tempted to maybe read some of the Obi Wan and Anakin comics. I would. I, I'm thinking of watching maybe one or two arcs of the Clone Wars toward the end of the Clone Wars, maybe season six and seven, but specific arcs. Uh, maybe it'd be good to do an article on this or something because it'd be good to have more detail on it because I need to put more detail on it anyway. I want to um, see your writing, man. That's it, that's it, that's it. So I'll, tr- I'll try and do that. Though, same with Rebels as well. Uh, I think it might be worth watching one or two episodes of Rebels. Always um, worth that, yep. And it, it, if you're going to watch a live-action film, it's got to be between Sith and A New Hope. That's the obvious <laughs> one. And exactly. I think it's got to be. It's got to be. If you want to chuck a wild card out there, maybe Attack of the Clones, you know, 20th mm-hmm. anniversary of Attack of the Clones uh, this year. Uh, yes. Um, but well. also you're starting to see Vader for the first time. And by that, you're seeing him in with, uh, you know, slaying the sand people, taking out all the Tusken Raiders, the, the men, the women, the children too, you know. That's when you're seeing Vader for the first time, so there's that. And Obi-Wan is obviously oblivious to that. But I'm still sticking with Sith and, and, and a new hope. Um, because at the end of the day, the, 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 the key to this really is Luke. Because the core reason Kenobi is alive and on Tatooine is because of Luke. Yeah, of course. So Luke is at the, 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 the kind of the center of this. Maybe with a bit of layer as well. Maybe with a bit of, but I've mentioned that before. I've mentioned that before. Like Of course. Where there's a loop yeah. layer, surely. There's a layer. There's a layer. Because I think there's not much there's not gonna be much. And this is always a concern. There ain't gonna be much. It's gonna take Kenobi off planet, is there? Yeah, yeah, there ain't gonna we, be that's much. The speculation as well. We've been saying it for years, is what could possibly take, you know, big boy off planet. Yeah. And I, I, I can only think, I think, of one, two, maybe three things, and one of those is Leia. Yeah, that's. I, I can't think of it. Like Leia, maybe Yoda, maybe for yeah, our right, push. Right, 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 right. Otherwise, no, no, no one, no one. Yeah, or, or Anakin no himself, or actual Ar- arguably, Anakin, yeah. arguably, but actual Anakin. But um, that's good. You know what? Actually, I forgot to mention Mike Chen's novel Brotherhood, the Obi Wan Anakin novel, came out. Came out. Uh, comes out this week, um, so I'm probably going to act. Well, I say probably. I'm going to check that out. Whether it's audio, tenth, right? Tenth or, of May. That comes I think out. it is. Yeah, yeah. I believe yeah. it is. So whether audio or actual physical, probably physical. I'm going to check that out because I think the timing of that release. I don't think it's going to be any clues in there, but I think it's being released to coincide with the show. So you know, it's it's a bit more of the of the of the brotherhood between the bond between Obi and Ali. So I've, I'm going to read that as well. Again, I don't expect anything in there to really play into the series, but it's a fun little uh, fun little appetizer. Oh, we love it. We love it, don't we? We love it. What a great little question! Thank you so much for sending that in, Ricardo. You spicy boost. What? Next. What? Well, actually, the next one. <laughs> you like how I did that? The next one is from. Uh, the, the Northern Spice King, Bobby Lawson, he's turning a year older this month and he said he's going to the Bantina for a drink. But, mate, he wants a special drink, though. Not just your, 
does the everyday Jawa juice? He wants to know what cocktails us legends are going to shake up for him. What's in this cocktail? What's it called? <laughs> and where in the galaxy will he wake up? Cheers! So, we've got to make a drink for Bobby Lawson to celebrate Bobby Lawson's existence. You know, what cocktail are we going to make for him? What's it called? What's in it? Where's he going to wake up? Where's it going to take him, mate? Listen, I don't think you need a cocktail to uh, celebrate any specific occasion. I think you've got to have a cocktail just in a life thought. Stop. You know, and if you and if you end up at a cantina or a pub, or even if you, you you're in your kitchen on a Friday night, a cocktail is the way. Maybe you just want to play a bit of Lego Star Wars. Ooh. Yeah, I do actually enjoy making cocktails. By the way, I've never made you a cocktail, have I? You haven't. You've got to make me one soon. You know, who does make a good cocktail, Isaac. Oh, Pevy, Pevy, Pevy. He makes well, a really good cocktail. Local, bo- local boy now. So let's uh, is. go on that train. He is, mate. He is. Right, okay. Um, uh, I'm, I mean, is it lame that I'm thinking of just Galaxy's Edge drinks? That's no, all I can think of. Time, but I, because, I've, because I've had them, I love the Dagobah one. I, you've got the menu there, haven't you? What's that called? The Dagobah, the Dagobah Slug Sling. Oh, my Slinger. word. That was good. And the bubbly one. What was the Galaxy's Edge bubbly one? Galaxy's that Edge. Was Bespin Fizz. Was it definitely that? I believe certainly I believe so, right. my friend. The, um, I think you're right. That's the, the slug slinger. Look at that. Oh, there we go. There's also oh. the fuzzy tauntaun. We had that. <laughs> fuzzy tauntaun. Dude, Bobby, you know what, mate? If you can get a chance, go online and look at some of these recipes and do them yourself at home. Because a lot of they, they use just like household ingredients. And you, maybe you might need to go get one or two things. Make sure you've got some cool glasses. I would strongly recommend getting some getting some cheeky cocktails from, from the Galaxy's Edge cookbook, oh. which I'm, by the way, considering picking up at some point. I have a version of that cookbook, and, I'm very, and I've been wanting to do it for the longest time. Maybe one day, really? um, I don't know what the occasion will be, but maybe one day you and I will get together for a Star Wars-themed thing at maybe Shea Hutt or something in the future. And I'll lay on some Star Wars themed snacks. We'll get the slug slingers out, man, and we'll you know we'll, we'll have a blast. That that's what I'd like to do one day. I I think we could definitely make that happen if we ever do an event. Let's say oh. sometime this summer, maybe we could try and arrange that for think, a bar to do we, some Star Wars special cocktails. Maybe I, I think we should do that, my friend. And one of them can be the. I've just been looking at what's in the slug slinger. Sounds great, mate. Is that yeah. so so much fun? Yeah. Yeah. I want it. Okay. All right. That's great. What about you, Matty Boy? What were you saying? I wonder what. You, know, you can't imagine what it's going to be called. You've got to give it a name. It's going to be called the English Rose, isn't it? <laughs> it's, a, it's a sweet and delicate drink with pleasing floral notes, of course. Um, I knew it. I knew it. It would be um, it would be vodka, of course, because it's a base. You'd have some grenadine in because every cocktail seems to have grenadine in. Plus, it's that's red. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Why does everybody want to go back to Jakku? I'd have um, like rose essence and some like um, lychee liqueur in there because I like lychee. Bit of lychee, bit of rose, bit of vod, bit no, of grenadine. I like a bit of lychee. Like a bit of that, and it will take you back. To, it will take you back to Jakku. You may not want to go there, but it will put you down so hard you'll wake up in the in the go in the goes and badlands like Finn did when that Tie Fighter crashed uh, and got eat, oh, eaten by the sinking sand. So. Uh, the English rose is what I'm going to call mine. And to be honest, mate, I actually wouldn't mind having a lightly and rose infused cocktail myself. So uh, if anybody out there is a cocktail maker, make it 
that's Star Trek. We don't say that on here. Make it happen. Yeah. Make it, <laughs> make Ooh, it work. Yeah, what? Yeah, come on, that other franchise. That's what mine, mine will be called the English Rose. Let's, let's, not, let's not even try to be clever. You're getting the English Rose because that's what I want. And it sounds really nice. I think that actually does sound really good. I think it does I sound think that does nice. sound really good. Yeah, it I doesn't like that. sound too bad. Yeah, and he obviously it's either going to be really bad or really good. It's going to be one of those. It's the you I know, mean, grenadine has got like a passion fruity flavour. So passion fruit and lychee, bit of body, uh, and a rose essence. You know, that's not too bad. Body, <laughs> body, body, body. Shots, 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 <laughs> and then some like rose petals on top to make it look very pretty. Oh, I love that. that. The English rose. There we go. I like that. Friend. I mean, it doesn't, I mean nice. it, there, there is no real sense of it being English, but that's just what it's called. Well, maybe we could go down Weatherspoons and have it. <laughs> that might make it English. <laughs> I can only imagine. They'd just stick it in a pint glass, wouldn't they? So, yeah, just stick yeah. it in that. Put, like, yeah. a, a, put a cocktail umbrella in just to make it look fancy <laughs> like a little boy. Yeah. But, um, that's why I'd make oh. Bobby Lawson. If anybody knows a cocktail maker out there, have them make that. But yeah, I think one day we'll get We'll try and make some Star Wars themed cocktails and all the rest of it, mate. But um, great questions, though. Ricky boy, Bobby boy, thank you so much for those questions. We've got more questions coming in the band Tina in the Patreon section next week. Don't you worry about that. However, bartender, sorry about the mess, but we are done this week. But you know, we're going to be back again, same time again next week here in the band Tina. It's the Star Wars Sessions Game! Game! Yes, that is right. It's the uh, end of the show. And to celebrate the end of the show, we do a game every single week. And this week, it is my turn to host. Matty Boy, are you ready to play this week's Star Wars Sessions Game? What? Have you got planned? <laughs> I think yeah. using as much Vader what as possible is just the way to go in life. For those who have been Full listening stop. to the very end of the show, through the, all the way through the credits, you might have heard a little change. So check that out as an Easter egg. Yes. Yes. Which I have heard. Is that permanent now? That's is that the new? Be, yeah, it's changed up a little bit, yeah. Oh, okay. We changed it at 160. So, uh, so no yeah. big deal. Was it 160? It was 160. Uh, probably, yeah. Maybe. I don't uh, know. Oh, well, there we go. Look, uh, we, we love it. Who loves it? In time for Max. Matt. Matt loves it. Right. Let's it. play the music. Game. We are playing. What's the stat in my hat? <laughs> right. What on earth I'm is looking, this? I'm looking at you, everyone at home, going, wow. Yeah, that sounds good. That's right. Is it as entertaining as it sounds? Probably not. But we're gonna we're gonna play it anyway. Stat in my hat. What stat is currently in my hat? Um, I've gone on a famous statistics and accredited statistics website, Matty Boy, and we're gonna have to try and figure out what is the stat. Okay. For example, um, what is favorite Star Wars? film among u.s consumers a lot of these are u.s based that's that's the right because that's where you can get a lot of reliable big stats okay um so maybe boy we'll start with that one we'll start with that one favorite star wars movie that says not film among Mm. u.s consumers statistically Statistically, what do you think it is 
statistically, oh man, I think it's one of two, but uh, we always say on the game to go with the gut, so I'm going to go with my Vindaloo-infused guts tonight, and I'm going to go, I think it's A New Hope. That's a good answer. The other and one was going to be Jedi. I'd be tempted to say the same thing. It's neither. No? It's The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, Statistically. See, I, I thought that was too obvious. Mm, I know what you mean. I, I just thought it'd be A New Hope because mm. particularly in the States, I just would have thought because it's such a like core memory for so many people in that market, right? Changing of the tide of, in, in, in history. I do think as the years go on, that will change. And the, 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 the gap between films will, will shorten as more films are put on like, oh, in, I, I in, into the market. Yeah, I want to watch A New Hope again, but I can't because it's our next Patreon commentary. So That's shout it. out to We've the Patreon commentary. We've got to save it for, yes, the, for the commentary. Patreon.com forward slash style sessions. Uh, right, okay. Share. What share of US consumers have seen Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens? Oh, Basically, wow. how much of... An America, how much of America has seen? In a percentage, are we looking at here? At a percentage, a percentage of America that has seen the Force Awakens. I mean, it did very well over there, as it did here internationally well. in the UK. Um, I'm going to say sixty-two <laughs> percent of America has seen the Force Awakens. That's high, and and you'd you'd be you'd be right to think that it's very it high because high. it is the biggest film of all time in the USA, in the UK, and in I think pretty much any English speaking country. <laughs> Force Awakens beats films like Avatar and Endgame. Um, however, Matty Boy, it is lower. Believe it or not, it is lower than what you said. Thirty-seven. Which- very close. It's 40%. Ooh, that's still not bad. Just under you, half of a whole country. You think, exactly, almost half of a whole country went and watched a film. Oh, that's, I know. That's More kind than of crazy. That is kind of crazy. And that doesn't happen all the time, but it goes to show as well how many people don't go to see films. You know, we, it's easy for us geeks to yeah. sit and think like, oh, yeah, everyone's, everyone's like concentrating. Going, no. A lot of people don't care. A lot of I'm people done. don't a care. A lot of people right? the cinema is still a, uh, you know, it's still an event for them. You know, maybe they'll go once or twice. And it's people, and I always see people say, is that true? Well, of course it is. Not everybody likes mm-hmm. films as much as we do or I do or anyone listening does. It's, and to some people, they pick sometimes it's expensive. Otherwise, they can't get uh, time off or or whatever it might be there are variables all over the shop but some people some people just go and see that one maybe two a year whether that's uh, the big marvel film or the the star wars films and they came or 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 a small independent film whatever it might be but 40 percent is a whopping number still i mean that's a bit like my nan i don't think my nan's been to the cinema in like nearly decades yeah i think i have to ask her but there's a lot of people, man. There's a lot of people. Yeah. Right, okay, on to the next one. Uh, what is the favourite Star Wars character among US consumers? Oh, now, the, the answer is actually two. So they're, 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 the outcome, the result must have been like neck and neck. So there's oh. two answers. Man, because I mean, I've got about four, which it could be, but I'm going to stick my neck out. I think in... Oh, man, which one? I can't. I can't decide. Uh, uh, oh, Han Solo is going to be one of them, and the other one is going to be Princess Leia. One of them is right. Uh, one of those one? is right. Which one do you think is right? Han Solo. 
You'd be wrong. Princess, oh, Princess Leia. Leia. The Princess, was, Princess Leia is one of the favourites. I was going to go with... It was one of the big three, basically, or maybe Vader. I was like, is it going to be Luke or Leia? So is it Luke and Leia? I'm really, really, really surprised at this. Apparently, it's Yoda. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, and I think... I when be. I think of it, when I think of, and I'm not trying to insult no. anyone here, I'm just trying to think of like an everyday consumer. I do think Yoda stands out a little bit more because he's not human. He's, he's green. green. He's green an alien. He's incredibly fun. iconic. And he talks a bit funny. You know, there's the Grogu huh. thing. There, I don't yeah, know. There's true. just something about it. There's something yeah. about it that I think hits home. Uh, by the way, it's, it's probably worth noting that this uh, data was taken in, um, I think, between 2017 and 2020. 2020. So oh, it's, still it's fairly recent. Fairly recent. Fairly recent. Right. Okay. Uh, share of US consumers with a favorable opinion of Darth Vader. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> interpret that how you want. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think oh, the percentages? A hundred percent, probably. Um, I reckon it's going to be <laughs> with a favorable opinion. I think it's going to be high. I think it's going to be very high. I think it's going to be only about seventy-three percent. Oh, it's forty-nine percent, maybe. What? 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 Oh no! Hold what? 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 Oh, oh. pardon. What? Oh. <laughs> what? 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 He's not happy. Forty nine percent. Forty nine percent. Yeah, be higher than that. No, that's a funny question, isn't it? Favorable opinion I of mean, Darth. Like you be, can take that a few ways. How how cool do you think he is? You know, do you agree with his politics policies? Um, do you just like the look of him? Yeah, you know, I thought it could be one of many things. I was like, do you know what? I think most people will look at me and think, yeah, like he's cool, isn't he? Clearly not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, wrongly, I thought. Now, here's a funny one. We've just got one or two left, okay? Share of consumers who have never watched Star Wars. Oh. A Star Wars movie, it says. I'm going fairly high on most of these, and I still think this is going to be a fairly decent chunk. Well, 40-something percent saw The Force Awakens. That's just that film. Yeah. Uh, I think over, I think... mm, I think it's going to be a similar number. I think it's going to be about 35% of people haven't seen the star. Oh, 4% off. 31% of Americans ah, have oh never watched man. a Star Wars film. That's very good. I didn't think it'd be mate, high, right? high, high, but I thought it'd be, you know, high to us. And that's still, you know, that's still three out of 10 people. 30 yeah. out of 100 haven't seen but it. But once again, it shows like the power of Star Wars and how popular it is because 30%, yeah, yeah, you know, that's still a minority. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, it's, yeah. a, it's a big minority, admittedly. It's not like 5% or something, well, but still. yeah, it's, yeah. Um, Okie dokie. Here's an interesting one. What about the share of US consumers who would buy a Star Wars t shirt? How many wow. Americans would buy a Star Wars T-shirt? If you were in Galaxy's Edge recently, quite a lot by the sounds of it. But this is a, yeah. again, this is a funny one because to us, you think probably quite a lot. But previously, there was almost a stigma about wearing a Star Wars T-shirt or any kind of like geek culture T-shirt. True. Whereas now That's it's the rage. That's changed. So if it's yeah. twenty seventeen to twenty twenty. I think it's. I think again, I'm going to go for fifty five percent. Oh, that's that's high. That's very high. Unfortunately, Matty Boy, it's thirty six 
So a lot of people go and see Star Wars or have seen Star Wars, but aren't quite willing to have it on their T-shirt. Come on. Which, again, tells you maybe a little bit about the fandom. You know, that once again, even all these people that go and watch Mandalorian, go and watch Force Awakens, they're not necessarily happy to get... Although, since Grogu, I bet that's changed a lot. I bet that's changed. I mean, I wear Star Wars Sessions T-shirts most places. I'm I'm happy to rip the, the, the franchise. Matty Boy, at Galaxy's Edge, the amount of Mandalorian t-shirts I saw was absolutely disgusting. That's, that's a disgusting amount of A disgusting amount of Mando. Dirty I loved it. Amount. That's I telling, though, it. that you know, Mando was the kind of the fan's choice for, um, for, appar- for apparel yeah. in the Star Wars-themed attraction. That's interesting, man. Big time. Big time. And just in, Gal- in in Disney World in general, we're talking about like different parks as well, like the Magic Kingdom, all the other stuff. It was it's so much Mandalorian stuff. Grogu ears. Like it was it was ridiculous. It that show, man. That show is powerful. The money it's maker. a very powerful show. Um Matty Boy, that is the end of this game. I think you did pretty good. I think oh, you yeah, did pretty I mean, good. I think that's fairly generous, but I got I was near on a few of them, mate. Yeah. That was a really good game, actually. Stats in the hat. Stats in the hat. So, I've got a question for you, mate. Go on. Because I thought about it. If anyone who read our, our wonderful article in the Metro, shout out to Metro, by the way, oh. would have seen 10... St- I'm not going to ask all of this one. 10 questions only a diehard Star Wars fan will get. I curated these questions, so I came up with them. Luke, you mentioned Yoda. You may have even seen these questions. I don't know or not. Can you remember in that case, what was Yoda's original name in one of the in the original drafts of... The Empire Strikes Back. What was Yoda's original name? Oh, Spoiler. It wasn't, it's ridiculous. Was it Yaddle? No. Oh, right. I don't think I know this. I know he, they were toying around with the idea of him being played by a monkey. You know? <laughs> no, I, that, I yeah. think I've forgotten this. Go on. Do you want to know? In the original draft for The Empire Strikes Back, Yoda was going to be called Buffy. No, I didn't know that. Grandmaster I Buffy. swear. I swear I did not know that. Yep. That was the 10th question in the 10 questions only your diehard Matt, Star Wars fan will get. Matt, that's mental. Buffy. Buffy. Buffy! The Yoda, Yoda. guy. The Yoda, green guy. The vampire Man, we Buffy was going to be... Buffy was going to be our boy. Uh, I'm so glad that, as with many things in Star Wars, you know, somebody else looked at him and thought, no. Nah. Buffy Please the don't. Youngling Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if, if Luke was on Dagobah? Oh, I'm looking for an old Jedi master called Buffy. Just yeah, buff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a really ripped green monkey thing. You're like, wow, Star Wars went <laughs> in a, loin a different way in this multiverse of madness, <laughs> yeah. didn't it? Flaming egg. Probably Just better. loads of buff guys oiled up, slapping the lightsabers at each other. <laughs> yeah. Some people wish Star Wars was like that. So, hey, we all want something different. We do. Kathy, make it happen. Um, yeah. <laughs> what a game. That, that was an awesome, that was a very good game, mate. Uh, it kept me on my toes and I don't think I did too well, but 10 points, four good. points for originality there, my friend. Good job. Good job. Good job. Who's Buffy? I don't know. Big boy Buffy. Well, my friends, as you probably heard, Luke's back. You probably, I don't know, spoiler, but he's back and I'm, I'm so back. glad he is. However, the bad news is that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions number 161. But the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? 
they can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can search for us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We will be there. Do you feel like dropping us a voice note or a message to our email? Then do it. Do it. Email us at hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. And don't forget about our Patreon, guys. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Get involved in all the fun for as little as $2 a month. Think of what you can buy with $2 a month. It ain't much. It ain't much. Jump on it. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Yes, you get almost 90 extra episodes and counting. But if you want to support our show for free, you can do by leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice, which now includes Spotify. Uh, Five stars helps the show grow. It introduces new listeners, and it's another way to hear from more of you each and every week. Yes, and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your Ewok, tell Reva, tell your cousin, the more the merrier. Ugh, castle spicier, we love it. Yes, tell, tell Buffy the oil slayer. And this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke, may the force be with you always. Look, look, Elix is good. What? Yeah, it's a bit of a reach, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going with it, all right? Yeah, it works. All right? It works. <laughs> it affects. Uh, the galaxy's edge. Galaxy's edge. Yeah, blue milk. They are Essex-based podcast heroes... He told me you killed him. What?